Hi, everyone, and welcome to Mr. Honert's Fifth Block, the podcast that covers what has been going on in the past week in Mr. Honert's classes at Bedford High School. I'm a day late this week. The new schedule caught up with me. Uh, seems like I've been saying that repeatedly now, but this time uh, the spaces where I would have to record in my home studio are, are gone, which is fine. That's part of getting the kids back in school. And eventually I will probably move producing this to my work computer. But my work computer doesn't yet have the same resources that my home computer does. So I got home on Friday and uh, no, did not did not feel like doing a weekly update yet. So it is uh, Saturday, not Friday, but still not too late to talk about the week that was a four-day week because of Tuesday being a day off for students as voters came into the building to vote on the budget and contract, which both passed. So parents, if you voted for that, uh, thank you very much for the support. It means a lot, especially this year. Um, I think seeing that for me made me realize that there will be a school near school year next year. Uh, very rewarding, and I and I look forward to signing on and and thinking that uh, we will continue next year. Will be another year of school, um, and this one will be in the books, and we will have accomplished a lot uh, by doing so. So uh, let's go ahead and get to it. So yesterday, students had their first reading assignment for Persepolis, the graphic novel by Marjane Satrapi. Um, but that's actually not the biggest thing that happened this week. The biggest thing that happened this week in IB English is that students turned in their five-minute individual oral, which was recorded via Flipgrid. They turned that in on Wednesday, so that's a, a major assessment for the quarter. Uh, I am going to assess that and turn it back to students, um, and it will be a part of their third quarter grade. Uh, right now, they are doing their unit portfolio reflections for the Chronicle of a Death Foretold unit. Uh, so the IB students are still balancing two units at the same time. That was the trade-off going into February break that I offered them to say we can slow down a little bit before February break. But that that means when we come back, we're kind of ending a unit and starting a unit at the same time. But from what I see, students are handling that fine, as you would expect from a high-level upperclassman class. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're underway. Um, we've been talking a lot about the power of images, specifically still images in sequence, which is the graphic novel form, and how we must use what the author tells us to interpret the images, that the, the words and the images work together. Um, some interesting high-level first high-level stuff. At, at first, you look at a, uh, a a comic book. We can call it a comic book, and and we can uh, enjoy it, absorb it. Students came in and said, "Hey, that was a sixty-page reading, but it flew by." But we're still going to have some pretty deep discussions into what it means for Satrapi as an artist to say, "This is what she looks like. This is what her history." looks like. This is what her culture's history looks like. Um, and by drawing that, she is choosing how it is seen. Um, and and the students should be thinking about that. 
Roots of Thought is also doing a graphic novel. They're doing an adaptation of the novel that we've been doing all year. Um, I can't believe that I announced this on Friday as I reminded them that they have homework due next Tuesday, which is to finish reading the graphic novel and respond to the reading guide questions again. Um, and then they'll be done. They'll have completed the Fahrenheit 451 narrative. It was pretty funny. It happens every year because we drag Fahrenheit 451 out for so long to make sure that we get the themes uh, that when I announced that there was a student that actually broke out into applause because it is time to move on, but not, not without the reward of really feeling like we get that novel as a class because we have read it backwards and forwards uh, at this point. Um, so next week we will dive into presentation and we'll start to loosen up the classroom with some impromptu reading of haikus to just get students used to reading something that isn't their own in front of a class. Then we'll move to some really low stakes presentations until finally they'll work their way up to presenting one page from the graphic novel. But uh, that is not this week. That is next week. For next week, they should be finishing their reading. Uh, of course, they should stay up to date with C readers. Uh, the number three does not change despite it being a four-day week. They're still expected to have completed three last week. And then for Mr. Gum, they have been doing some research on the scientific revolution that was due on Monday. So students should definitely check. It is still possible to get credit for that. And then they are doing trading cards on Explorers. Uh, that really needs to be done as well. So a couple things to check on the history side as well. The American Dream, maybe. In the American Dream, we are starting a new text. We're starting The Other Westmore by Westmore. Um, it is a nonfiction text. It is a piece of journalism to a degree. It is also memoir. Uh, the author, Westmore, discovered a man with his same name is incarcerated um, for a murder and robbery. And he is struck by how could an individual end up on a path that would put him in jail while he himself was a successful um, veteran um, in the military and, and a Rhodes Scholar. And so he went and interviewed the other Westmore um, and the result of learning the other Westmore story is this uh, dual narrative. The most confusing part will be keeping the two Wesses straight. It's actually pretty straightforward. He never changes perspective within a section of the text. It is always very clearly whether we are getting a story from the author's point of view or getting the author's retelling of the other Westmore story. Uh, through his point of view. To help break that down, though, we do have a reading calendar that is quite extended. And when we start the text, I will only ever assign one point of view at a time. So for example, for next week, for next Tuesday, those students are reading um, the author, Westmore. 10 pages, it is only the point of view of the author, Westmore, talking a little bit about his sister and his mother growing up. As a companion piece, um, we are also going to get some uh, visuals and meet some more individuals who live in the city of Baltimore through a documentary put out by 
PBS called Charm City um, that has some content that will um, discuss police relations with communities of color in the city of Baltimore. There will be references to drugs and violence, um, but I will be watching every bit of that documentary with the students and, and guiding them through when there may be trigger warnings. Um, there are some very compelling individuals in that documentary that really brings the story that Wes Moore is telling to life with some some people that we can actually meet. Um, and, and to be clear, at least two of the individuals, actually three, three of the individuals profiled uh, in the piece are the police officers. Um, so it is a very steady look at what is a very complex relationship between uh, law enforcement, communities of color, um, and politicians in one of the major metropolitan areas of the United States. Uh, that coincides with the Civil Rights Unit, so we've also been talking about civil rights leaders, and we're getting ready to look forward beyond the 1960s and talk about other civil rights movements and, and how that is an ongoing process um, that is not just a, an era in history. Um, for Mr. Gum, students are researching some major civil rights moments of the 1960s. This is on a Google Doc. It is not open-ended research. It is kind of fill-in-the-blank research. Mr. Gum provided the topics he wants students to research, and they put all the research in the same place on this Google Doc. That document is due next Friday the 19th, and so is the assessment for the Things They Carried unit, a podcast that students are recording that takes the story of something they chose and interlaces it with one of the narratives that they remembered from the novel by Tim O'Brien. So we chose to make both of those due next Friday, so it's very clear that they have two projects that they're working on. There will be some 20-minute chunks during classes next week where we say this is your time to work on one or both of those. Um, and so we expect both of those uh, on the 19th. So that's everything that we're working on in Mr. Ron's classes. Next week will be another busy week. Um, even though we get the Wednesday off in the middle again, it's, um, of course, never been a Wednesday off, especially for AB students. We've been working extensively on Wednesdays. And then this Wednesday, for example, is not a Wednesday off because it's an advisory day and we'll be bringing in kids and actually getting a chance to work on uh, some community Oh, well, there's the bell. So uh, have a good week and uh, see you next Friday.